Welcome to the Employment Wednesday podcast with Yvonne Shabangu. Have you heard of the scripture Hosea 4 verse 6? My people perish because of the lack of knowledge. The same applies to your career. When you don't know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it, you are likely to make wrong career choices. But worry not. Employment Wednesdays is here for you to offer you all the answers relating to your career and offer you strategies to develop your career. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Employment Wednesdays with Yvonne Shabangu. Today, I'm sitting with your fave, Miss T-World. <laughs> D-U-T, a content creator, a YouTuber, a certified life coach. Um, yeah, so let's go into it. Uh, introduce yourself a little bit, and then we're going to go into the icebreakers. Okay. Um, do you have a name for your people? Uh, <laughs> the Graceful Fam. The Graceful Fam. Yes. Hi, Graceful Fam. I am Ndivuti. What do you say when you have to introduce yourself? What else do I say? I'm 32 years old. I've uh, been married for 13 years. I've got four kids, boys, uh, 24, 23, 10, and 8. I'm a content creator. Yeah. <laughs> I've been on YouTube for close to four years now. And yeah. Okay. It's good to have you here. Thank, Thank you, you so much for honoring the invite. Thank you for inviting um, me. So going into the icebreaker questions. So mm -hmm. the first one would be, there's a video of yours that I saw, like it's 2.6 million views. And <laughs> the one with your helper. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's one that has 88 views. Um, it's like the first days, like it's four years ago, you were doing... Like, it's two minutes, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, how do you feel looking at the 2.6 million and looking at the 88 views? Um, I think I feel... It, it makes me see where I'm coming from. Okay. Like, where I started. Okay. That, you know, there are those people, when they start, they just blow up. Yes. But when you get to see that, oh, I used to get 88 views. Mm -hmm. I used to get 20 views. Now I can say I'm sitting on, like, maybe more than two, more than... 150 million, I just forgot how many millions yes. we are sitting on now. But it you get to see where you're coming from. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, I feel humbled. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. And then what's the most you've been paid by YouTube? Month, on a month. Yes, on a month. I think it was 105. 105,000 rand? Yeah, if not 100. Wow. Okay, we're yeah. sleeping on money. <laughs> <laughs> and then what is the list you've been paid? Um, I think it was 15K. Okay, 15. on the T-World. Yes, on the T-World. 15K. Okay. And then on Ndibuti and Pasta B, I think 3,000. Okay, yeah. nice. Okay. And then if you were to define yourself as a gene, a type of gene, how would you define yourself? Which type of gene would you say you are? Genes that we wear. No, no, no. Gene, like alcohol, a drink. Oh, no, I don't know alcohol. Oh, you don't know alcohol. No. Okay, if you were to define yourself <laughs> as a type of drink, how would you, which drink would you be and why? Um, I'll be water. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> because I feel like even when people look at me, they think mm -hmm. I'm boring Okay. because I'm like, Hi. <laughs> you know, so I'll say water and you can have it anytime, any day and you can't live without it. So obviously you can't live without me. That's nice. Yeah. I may look, I may look boring. I may look colorless, mm -hmm. but then um, I'm a flavor that you need in your life. I wouldn't say you look boring. You look strict. <laughs> You I, look like a principal of a school. Yeah, I can be strict when I want to. And I know that I've once scared you, Shane. <laughs> um, yeah, so if there's one thing, before we go into the real stuff, 
one thing that nobody knows about you, if they wanted to know about you, they have to come to Employment Wednesdays, what would it be? If there's one thing that viewers don't know about you at all, what would be, what would it be? Huh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way you put yourself all out there. I think I have because I'm really? an open book. What you okay. see is what you get. Okay. Yeah. Like, Jay, when if you go on my channel, mm -hmm. you know me. There's no, oh, there's Nibu behind the camera and there's this one. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fine. Okay. Then we're going to go into the question. Growing up, what what did you want to be? Um, I wanted to be a housewife. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so, my mom used to be very embarrassed about that because even her friends would ask, uh, what do you want to be, little girl? Like, I want to be a housewife. Okay. I should get so mad. When I get home, I'll get a beating. Mm -hmm. Why would you say that? Why would you embarrass me? <laughs> but that's what I, I've always wanted to be. I think I... I worked so hard when I was young. I went okay. through a lot. I just want to relax. Okay. I just want to lie on the bed soft. and everything. They just, I want a soft life. Everybody okay. must just do things for me. Okay. Yeah. So for you, housewifing was more like a soft life. Yes. Did you have like expectations to say, I want to get like a housewife allowance and, 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 and all of this? Yeah. Things? I think that's what I should have written down before <laughs> I got married because I should have then said, I want a billionaire husband. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't choose a billionaire husband, which means that wanting to be a housewife then becomes a problem. Okay. Yeah. Okay, no, that's fine. Then let's go into your journey as a content creator. Mm -hmm. um, what? How did you start YouTube? What prompted you to say, okay, let me start my channel? Um, okay, I've never been a social media person. Even okay. when I started YouTube, I didn't have Instagram. I didn't have Facebook. I didn't have any social media platforms. Okay. But it was because sometime back when I was watching YouTube, mm -hmm. okay, I used to watch Kin and Diera. Okay. Then I stumbled across somebody's video saying that they made a lot of money on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe I could try this because okay. I had been trying other things prior to that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, let's, let's do it. Okay. So I tried it. Eight months in, it didn't work out because it was like a couple's channel and mm -hmm. I expected people to come watch us. Mm -hmm. But then that's when I got a wake-up call that nobody knows you, nobody's searching for you, mm -hmm. nobody's going to come watch your content. Okay, just to interject a bit, what made you go into wanting to create couple content? Did you feel like that's what was trending at the time? or Maybe it's because I used to watch Ken and Diera. Oh, okay. So I was like, I could be this, you know, I could <laughs> okay. be Diera and he could be um, Ken. Okay. Yeah, so I loved the couple's content, I think. It's what made sense at that time. Okay. Yeah. And then how did you then redirect? Because many people, once something doesn't work out, they just like, you know what, I'm done. I'm just going to move away from this. Yeah. So what happened is that I then went and I, when I realized that, oh, it's because I'm not a celebrity. I'm not okay. a known person. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows me. I was like, okay, how mm -hmm. about I talk about people that okay. people know? Okay. Because Vele, like every day we're searching Bonang, we're searching AKA, we're searching whoever, you know? Mm -hmm. So then I said, okay, let me try gossip. Okay. And with gossip, it worked within a month. Wow. Yeah. So you just started booming. You're like, okay, yes. let me start spilling Yeah, the I think I started at a very good month where mm -hmm. you know, there were a lot of people that were trending. Okay. One of the first videos that I did that literally went viral, mm -hmm. uh, Bushiri was trending. Okay. Al Furukao was waking up the dead. Mm -hmm. I was one of the first people that did those videos. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, first month I was already, because I, I didn't do it on the same channel. I okay. started another channel. Oh, so there was okay. We Fun Couple for me mm -hmm. and my husband, which I paused. Okay. And then there was now, I think it was Trending Hot News then. Mm -hmm. I've changed a lot of names on that channel. Yes. So yeah, it was the second channel and it started working out. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, bingo. Then I changed the other one as well, the We Fun Couple into Gossip. So I was okay. running two gossip channels at the same time. Okay. All right, now it's nice. So what's the worst tea you've ever spilled where you saw her? Yo, ah, ah, more. 
I, I, I crossed the boundary. Um, it was when I spoke about Kanyimbao's pregnant daughter okay. or alleged pregnant daughter. Okay. Uh, because she, you know, there are videos that you would, you know, when you are into gossip mm -hmm. sometimes and you are into money, mm -hmm. sometimes you don't think. Okay. You even forget that these are real people. Sure. These are, these, like, for me, it might be views, it might mm -hmm. be money, but this is a normal human being that you're talking about. Yes. And as a mother, you will think, I should have known. You yeah. Know, how would I feel if I was to go, if someone was to go talk about my child? Okay. But at that point, I was driven by the views and the money. Sure. And only when I woke up one day and I found that she wrote something about me. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's certain, that you will say, what the what? You know, like yeah. you talk about you, but it hit me. Okay. Because then I realized that I'm even forgetting myself. I didn't know who that person was. Sure. And the only thing that I could do was to delete the video and apologize. And that was it. Oh, but that was actually very big of you to actually apologize because... Other people are just like, I. it's whatever, you know. I love yeah. that you actually brought yourself back. And looking at the whole thing of saying you had lost yourself in between, how did you, like, for all these years, because I see now you don't do tea and stuff, right? Yeah. But all these years when you were spilling the tea and all of that, how did you constantly call yourself back to saying, Dibu, yes, this is business and stuff, but this is where you draw the line? I think being a child of God, okay. because then... Every time, the, funny enough, whenever I would read the Bible, like there's times, days when I just randomly open, yeah, it will be talking about gossip. Mm -hmm. When I say my son should read the Bible for us, he goes to gossip <laughs> and he says, "Mommy, but you do this for a living, you know." <laughs> like there was always something that was eating me up. Sometimes mm -hmm. he would, my husband would remind me. Like it was just, I, I can't say I was always hundred percent free. Okay, but at the back of my mind, I've always known that this was wrong. Okay, but I was poor. Oh, I needed yes. money, you know. Mm -hmm. So I was just like. God, okay, give me something. Then okay. I will leave this one. Mm -hmm. You know, give me something. Like, now I was giving God alternatives. Like, <laughs> if you want me to be holy, <laughs> do this. Do this. You know, which was wrong at yes. the end of the day. But mm -hmm. I did it because I needed money. Okay. I'd been unemployed for around a decade. I'd yes. been applying for jobs. I mm -hmm. couldn't get anything. Mm -hmm. So now you tell me that I must take away the 80K that I was making on a monthly basis mm -hmm. because the Bible says. So it was more like I was being disobedient. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. And I think it's a good thing. It's like, it seems like it's very important as a content creator to have a support system. People yeah. that call you back to yourself to say, hey, now you're overstepping. I love yeah. that. I love that you had people around you that constantly reminded you to say, this is not you, right? Yeah. And then um, looking at you moving from gossip and moving into different conversations now that don't have to do with maybe diminishing another person and stuff, how, like have has the money dropped? And if it has dropped, how did that make you feel like the first video where you were like, you moved away from gossip? I think the first time that I stopped doing gossip, mm -hmm. um, it was painful <laughs> because nobody was watching me. And I think that's when you get a wake up call that, oh, they were not actually here for you. Mm -hmm. They were here because of, for what you were offering. And yes. now that it's you, they don't want to watch you. Sure. And it's also embarrassing mm -hmm. because it's on the public platforms. Everybody gets to see that, oh, from 50K, she now gets 100 views. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember there was somebody that also did a video saying that, oh, guys, Shane, you must go and support them. They're, mm -hmm. not, they're no longer getting views. Mm -hmm. And the money dropped from, I think on Ndibuti and Pastor Bay, it dropped from 25 to 2.5. Hectic. On the same month. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think I couldn't, I, I just couldn't do it. So I went back. Okay. Oh, so you relaxed. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so I went back, mm -hmm. and then this other day when we were having um, our church, we have church at home okay. with the kids, 
and all the scriptures that everybody was opening were mm-hmm. just direct like that. Sure. And we're like, no, this is my husband is the one that said, this is it. Mm-hmm. We're not going to go back. Sure. And then that was the end of it. Uh, but I love the fact that, um, cause you know, sometimes even if you say, no, I'm a prayerful person. Mm-hmm. When one door closes, the other one is going to open. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, yeah, it might take time because God <laughs> yes, doesn't give it, you the time. It does line. take time. It but does with take me, time. it didn't. Okay. It did not take so time. So other doors actually opened when you were willing to release yourself from the whole gossip thing. Yeah. Cause Can I was the... going to struggle because I've already known that I can't go into the employment sector. Yes. Uh, what I, I was already doing other businesses, but they were not giving me as much as money much, as YouTube sure. was giving. I felt mm-hmm. like. YouTube was effortless for me. It's what mm-hmm. I've known for four years. Yes. But many doors opened. Yeah, that's yeah. good, man. That's yeah. that's really interesting. And then also, um, you were unemployed for like almost over a decade, right? Yeah. And like, how did that feel like? What was happening since you were saying you applied and you were not getting anything? What were you applying for? Like, maybe take us through that journey. So I was applying for anything and it. Like yeah, everything, whatever that I would come across, mm-hmm. be it being a domestic worker, being a cleaner. Sure. So I was once hired in Silverton Pep Store. I was mm-hmm. a cleaner. I would clean the whole store alone. And you guys would come in and step there when it's wet and <laughs> I have to. <laughs> you know, you come yeah. and say, we need a container, but with a pink lid. And I have to go to the storeroom and look for it for hours. Sure. Just searching for that. Um, so I would I would literally like, like look for anything that I could get. Okay. But it was not easy. And also I had disadvantages. So when I came to Pretoria, mm-hmm. I came after matriculating. Okay. Um, every time after exams, I would, when I was writing exams, I would mm-hmm. faint. What? So I had to watch the people that I came with from Venda graduating mm-hmm. and I'm still on the same place. And the only thing that I went back home with mm-hmm. was a marriage certificate. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So also sometimes I would get opportunities. Like mm-hmm. when I worked at, so I worked at ShopRite as a uh-huh. packer. Okay. When I went for the interview, mm-hmm. it was for a management position. Sure. But I woke up naked. Everybody was blowing air on me because I fainted. Oh my so the God. thing of fainting during it the exams, it you. also affected the interviews. Yes. And they're like, you are, you can't be a manager when you, you know. Yeah, maybe try, Mm -hmm. try, try being a till packer. Mm -hmm. So they taught me how to be a till packer, but I was still grateful because a job, jobby job, you know, I just wanted anything that I could help my husband Mm -hmm. with. Sure. So I've worked at Pep, I've worked at Short Pride. I've been a domestic worker. I've worked at this other company as a receptionist. I never got paid, Mm -hmm. you know, but I've been hustling. Mm -hmm. The whole 10 years, I was not just sitting and saying, oh, they're not hiring me. Sure. I was trying out businesses. I was selling lingeries. I was selling cakes. I was trying to be a photographer. I tried (laughs) nails. The customers came. They sent me pictures later on. The nails Mm -hmm. have fallen off. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, shucks. I learned on YouTube and I thought (laughs) it was going to work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, yeah, that's an inspiring journey because many people have like, I keep on calling this a career ego. I don't even know what it is, but many people have this attitude, dowry. I'm not going to do this because this and stuff. Yeah. So since you wanted to be a housewife, now you get married and now you, you change your mentality sort of is I need to help my husband. Yeah. I need to bring in something at home and all of that. Where did that come from? Because I feel like now most people that want to be actually not even now, most people that you even say that, that like you thought soft, most people that want to be housewives, they are men that is like, I just want to chill at home. So what was the driving force for you to say, you know what, I'm not just going to chill at home and do nothing. Yeah. It's because I saw that my firstly, my husband was struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, we were now a family of five, okay. you know, 
and I wanted to help him. Mm-hmm. I knew that if he's bringing in one rand, if I bring in 50 cent, then we now have 150. Sure. So then we'll be able to move faster with where we, are, where okay. we were. So that's why I was like, no, I need to help. But now the thing of wanting soft life, like mm-hmm. I said, that I should have married a billionaire <laughs> if that's what I wanted. But, sure. <laughs> you know, uh, so that's why I wanted to help my husband. Okay, no, yeah. that's, that's really good. So that's and... when I started checking and I realized that uh, looking for a job was a challenge for me because mm-hmm. then I would faint, I would do all those things, and mm-hmm. I started just doing side hustles and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the side hustles actually worked out. They did, yeah. Okay, now that's good. And then um, with YouTube, right, so what did you start with? Were you using your phone and invested in your camera? Like, if somebody watching at home and they say they want to start a YouTube channel, what are, like, five things that you started with and you feel like these worked out, whether or not a person has a fancy phone, a, a camera, or whatever the case may be? Okay, so when I started YouTube, my mm-hmm. husband had just resigned where he was working, so okay. he had got some lump sum. So okay. he bought us cameras, lights, and everything. Oh, nice. But those are the ones that did not work for us. No. Oh. Because remember, we did the, the, the content for eight months where mm-hmm. it was couples content. But then when I went to the gossip one, I was mm-hmm. only using a Huawei phone. Oh, okay. I would record with it like this, voiceovers. Mm-hmm. Then I would then edit with it everything I was just doing with the phone. Okay. That's the phone that made me over a million rents. So the okay. cameras didn't make me money, but okay. a phone did. So also, it's not even just about things being fancy. No. It's important to start with what you have and exactly. just put it out there. Yeah, because had we known, we wouldn't mm-hmm. have spent that money mm-hmm. on those cameras because they at that time, they didn't serve us anything. Okay. Only the phone did. Okay. Yeah. So so how do you how did you keep yourself going? Because I know like okay, there's always story, there's always stuff trending, right? But I feel like YouTube does get exhausting, like the whole thing of posting, editing, and all of that. How did you manage to do all of that? Did you have people helping you, or did you just do it by yourself to a certain extent? Um, at first, I was doing it by myself, mm-hmm. and I loved being exhausted because. I'd not been doing anything for a decade. Oh. I'd not been working. I wanted to work. Mm-hmm. I was tired of just waking up and watching Nigerian movies the whole day. <laughs> and then my husband gets back. It's generations, it's skim some, it's scandal, it's this and that. Yeah. I was happy that I was doing something mm-hmm. and I was getting paid for it. The only downsize was people doing stories about me and comments. Oh, But okay. with the comments, there were those ones that you would say, these ones are just coming for me. Mm-hmm. But mostly it was people that were coming for my English. So I've always said that I taught myself English. Okay. And I'm proud to say that because I feel like if I can sit with you and you understand what I'm saying. Yes, that's what's important. I've done better for myself. Yeah, so I used to go watch on on, on YouTube, how do I say this, how do I Mm -hmm. say this, every day. with So I was posting like 15 videos every single day. 15? Yeah, I think they were short, like one minute, 30 seconds. So it was quick, quick. So in each and every video, I looked forward to people correcting me. Oh. You don't say this word like this. And they will write it down for me. Some will be very <laughs> condescending. Yeah, like I said, debut. They come and say, no, it's not debut, it's debut. Okay. They even say debut so that you understand Instead, that what's going it's not on. debut. You know, yes. Everybody will say, no, that's not how you say it. But for me, it came as a lesson because mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known. I would still yes. be continuing saying debut, you know? Like <laughs> sure. every day, I babes told me debated the song, you know? For yes. me, it made sense because yes. that's how I read it. Like sure. how I see it is how I was reading it. Mm-hmm. But they were, they were helping me even yes. though they felt they were bringing me down. But even with the videos that people would make about me, there was nothing that could bring me down. I'd sure. been hungry for more than a decade. Yes. I was happy every month mm-hmm. going to cash out. So, so, okay. For me, it was a bonus. So you had a very big why, and your why was what was driving you. You didn't care who said what and who did what. Yeah. Okay. No, it couldn't. It was not going to affect me. 
And then also, I love that you actually use, because, I mean, comments can be hurtful, right? Yeah. And I love that you, instead of sitting there crying to bed or whatever the case may be, you utilized them to enhance yourself, to do yeah. better. Because I'm like right now looking at your first video and your recent video, you can tell that there's been immense growth, not just from like views and money or whatever, but actually as a person, you can tell that this person has worked on themselves. Yeah. And then... um there's a lot of bullying in the content creation industry and all of that. Have you been bullied and how did you take that? Um, yeah, I've been bullied from, I think, the second month that okay. I joined YouTube until, I'm not sure if it's still happening now, mm -hmm. but yeah, I was bullied. Um, it did not, like, I was just, it was one of those things when you're like, we don't know each other. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know you. Yes. So therefore, whatever that you want to say about me, it cannot, like... It's just a matter of, I sit down and I'm like, why? Yes. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Like, we don't know each other. Sure. But I got to understand that this is business. People mm -hmm. are working. Yes. And if saying my name is going to get you views, mm -hmm. then you're going to do it. The same way that I talk about other, no, people, other people is the same thing that other people will then do to mm -hmm. get views or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I've never really taken it personal. Okay. It's just a matter of, okay, but we don't even know each other. Like, okay. for me, it was never, it's not, it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Did you ever feel like, yeah, today, Galibata one by one, and I want to respond to all of you? Or no. it was a thing of, now I'm here for my money. It's a setting where I'm not going to no, entertain. I've, I've, I've never responded to bullying. Okay. No, nice. I've just, yeah, it's just one of those when you see videos about yourself, you either blog and just move on. Okay. Yeah, I was there to work, and after working, I go home. Okay. Yeah. And then um, I see that you're a certified life coach, right? Mm -hmm. How does that work? What do you do as a life coach? Um, so because I believe I've got a good heart, mm -hmm. I love helping. So I thought life coaching would be that door for me to be able to help other people. Okay. But then it didn't work out the way that I had envisioned. Oh, okay. Because then I then take everybody's problems home. They affected oh, me personally. Okay. So you're when an empathic, a person comes mm -hmm. and they're struggling, they're going to end up working here. <laughs> they are going okay, to move. Spanish, eh? <laughs> they're gonna move in my house even if they are not working. Oh, okay. So then I realized that it was affecting me. Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't do it. Okay. So I'm just a certified life coach, but I'm not. You are not as a... exploring it. No. So you decided I'm not going to do this. Yeah. So I'm for not. how long did you do it? I think I did it for six months. For six months. Yeah. And then were you monetizing it or? No, I was. Okay. Um, but because it's in my nature, I love helping. So uh -huh. even if people would come uh -huh. without. Being able to pay, I was still a system. Okay. Yeah. Did you make good money from it or it was just decent? No, I didn't make money. Um, it was just like, because each session was like, I think, between 350 or 400 rand. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's... Yeah, it's, it's, it's not that much. Yeah, it's not that much. Okay. And then what other businesses can one do from YouTube? Because like, I understand that you're not just a YouTuber. You've elevated into podcasting and et cetera. Um, with me, the business that I love the most that I've mm -hmm. always advocated for, I think it works well for me. Okay. Um, it's being a credit provider. Oh, okay. So I've been a credit provider for four years now. Okay. I legalized it maybe three or two years back. Okay. But it's one business that I enjoy because I don't have to convince anybody to come. <laughs> People are always looking for money. Yeah. I don't have to sure. say, no, come take my money. It's blue. It's green. Yes. It's going to be the best. Mm -hmm. No, you, you just come if you you qualify, then okay. you, you will get it. And I don't have to market it anywhere. Okay. I don't have to fight with people. Mm -hmm. It's one business that I love. And the other ones, like running a studio, mm -hmm. I love it. But being stuck in the studio the whole day is like, <laughs> you don't have a life. I can't even listen to music. I can't listen to voice or messages because mm -hmm. I'm here. 
but I also love it because you get to see uh, people's dreams mm-hmm. coming to fruition. Like people's story starts from here yes. and then they go to the world. Yes. So it's beautiful to witness that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and then being a housewife, cause okay, technically now you are a full on housewife, ne? just running businesses. Yeah, I've been and for stuff. 13 years. Okay. <laughs> so how does your day look like? Do you wake up and you're like breakfast, baby, lunch, scuffing and all of these things? Or how does it work? I always say that I'm not, I'm not a marriage material. Eh? <laughs> like when you think wife, you think, yeah, no, I'm that wife that an alarm is going to ring at six. That me waking up now, preparing the kids, mm-hmm. preparing breakfast for my husband. I'm like, babe, I've got a headache. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please go prepare the kids? Mm-hmm. Baby, don't you want to fast today? Because I don't want to make him lunch. Okay. But my day is basically that I wake up, take care of the kids, do his breakfast, his lunch. Sometimes mm-hmm. he, he takes the kids to school. Mm-hmm. I fetch them. Okay. And then, yeah, I'll be doing the credit providing job or running the studio. Mm-hmm. But it's just a typical day. Nothing it's special. Typical day. Yeah. Okay, considering that you work with your husband, have you guys ever fire, fired each other? Are there days where you are like, uh-uh, really, I don't want to work with you? Uh, <laughs> that one, it's not even about business. Nje. We always fight. Okay. Yeah, there's always, actually, I think I made a mistake. I shouldn't be here. <laughs> you know, I don't think we should be doing this thing together, but... For us, fighting, it's never really deep. Okay. Because it's what we normally do every day. We fight. Oh, okay. We fight over a teaspoon. We are the opposite of each other. Okay. So we're going to annoy each other. My husband is a perfectionist. I'm not. Even when we are setting up the cameras, I'm like, it's perfect. It's like, no. It's don't you straight. see a dot there? <laughs> like, I'm like, dude, let's just, you know. Okay. So it's one of those things when we annoy each other because I'm going to say it's fine. He's going to say, don't you notice something? Mm-hmm. But it's fun, man. I, I enjoy it. I think we enjoy each other mostly because we're friends. Okay. More so, than anything. More than anything. So we, we laugh about it. We're going to fight later on. We're going to be talking. We're going to be laughing. Ah, but baby, you are unfair. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, no, it's it, business or not. Nothing really affects us because okay. we literally fight over anything and everything. You, and then you get passed over it. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then uh, do you watch other people's content? Or are you just like, hey, guys, um, <laughs> I do, but mostly I watch content that uplifts me, uplift me because mm-hmm. I don't really have time. Like I'm saying that I'm always stuck in the, sure. in the studio. So only when I'm washing the dishes, mm-hmm. I can then put my phone there on the window. Then I can be watching something. Yes. But I don't watch as much as I would love to. Okay. But I used to do that when I didn't have anything to do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what would you say to a person at home? What are the advantages and the disadvantages of being a YouTuber? Um, for me, I wouldn't say there are disadvantages. Okay. Maybe when you know your why. Because for me, it has always been money-driven. I okay. wanted to make money. Yes. That's why now you see that Vela on YouTube, um, mm-hmm. because there's no money. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm where the money is. So for me, my why has always been having money and being able to afford things that are current. So if you know why you want to do it, nothing like you avoid the noise. Okay. If the noise is not helping you, just close your ears and move on. Do what works for you. Because I think if you're going to be worried about negative comments, who's going to say what, who's going to do what, Mm -hmm. you're not going to get, you're not going to get where you want to go. Because every time somebody says, Hey, you're like, what's happening? (laughs) You stop. You're not going to get to where you want to get. Yeah. So for me, it will be. If you want to do YouTube, go for it. Give it your all and treat mm-hmm. it like a business. Mm-hmm. Don't do it like a hobby. Because if you're going to treat it like a hobby, it's going to treat you like that as well. Yes. It's just for fun, Jay. Sure. But if you see it as a business, then you will do what needs to be done. Okay. And then, um, like, you've got, like, 213,000 subscribers as things stand. And I believe that you were one of the first few people to receive their 100K plaque, right? 
How did that make you feel? Like, did you jump and scream? Or it was like, I Arian, because you seem like a workaholic. <laughs> I am. And when I say I'm driven by money, I mean exactly that. The uh-huh. flag, if I'm being honest, it didn't excite me. Really? Even when I reached 100K, I didn't, you have to go and apply for it. I uh-huh. didn't until this other guy, Marabashaka. Uh-huh. He came to my DMs and said, why, where's the flag? We're waiting for the video. <laughs> And I'm, I'm sure, like, like, what's that? <laughs> I, no, I said, for what? Because because I had already checked, does it come with money? Yes. And they said, no, you just get a plex. So I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like for, for Inivele, you yes. know? But he pushed me. Shame, mm-hmm. that guy really pushed me. And then I got it. Even when I got it, they delivered it. It was like, oh, okay. And what do I do? Moving. And now he calls me again. Where's the video? I'm like, video for what? He said, no, thank people. <laughs> I did a video and I deleted it after one week. Mm-hmm. Because for me, I'm just like, like, I think I was just too focused on the money. Yes. That I even end up not celebrating the wins. Because yes. it's only now that I get to sit on, oh, even when people come to the studio, mm-hmm. they st- they're like, you've got a plaque. That's yes. what we want. Then I go to the other side, oh, actually, I should have celebrated yeah. it. But I don't, I feel like I'm one of those that don't celebrate themselves enough. Yeah. I just want to move i just want to push i just want to make money yeah so you don't like sit there and you're like okay we've reached twenty thousand k yay you just do you do you sit down and check analysis numbers and or... no, i'm just like if i reached 80k so we can reach 100 what works is is it just you looking at okay the money that's coming in means the numbers are doing well or do you then sit and analyze as the number of subscribers increase no, I've never analyzed anything. The only thing that I analyzed was the money. <laughs> the so, dollars. <laughs> yeah, so if I'm sitting and it's the 15th of the month, we are on 50K, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, we still have 15 more days to go. Okay. So I ended up hiring a team, by the way, okay. I didn't ask that question. Yes. On the T-World, I had a team, I had editors, I had people that were writing stories. Okay. I had, yeah, maybe I think a, four, a team of four or five. Okay. So then we'll discuss that, okay, we need to, if we're doing 15 stories every day, mm-hmm. we move to 30. So okay. that we can reach another 50K. Okay. So for me, it has always been money, money, money. Mm. I never even thought of checking the analytics. How is it going? How many people are watching? How many are coming mm-hmm. back? Ah, nah. Okay. Looking at the fact that you even had to invest in a team or hire a team, <laughs> how did it make you feel giving someone a job or being able to pay someone a salary, considering that you were unemployed for like almost over a decade? That made me emotional because okay. I never thought I would be an employer. Mm. I've always thought, you know, I would be... Yes. Especially growing up, I've always been under. Like yes. even when my friends graduated, I was. Yes, I was the underdog. I've always mm. been the congratulator. Okay. Oh, congratulations! You got a new job. Congratulations! You're graduating. I never received any congratulations because mm-hmm. nothing was going well for me. Yes. So when I finally hired, and whenever I hire, mm-hmm. I've when I interview people, I've always wanted. I've always hired people that were better than me. Okay then we can do greater things together. If you've got a degree, yes, I want you. Because I don't have a degree. I feel you're going to bring in something on the table that Mm -hmm. I can't bring it on. So it has always been a humbling um, thing because I'm like, look at me. I'm not, I don't have any qualification. Mm -hmm. But my my employees were qualified. You know, we're big people. They Mm -hmm. had dreams and they were working for me. Sometimes they had to teach me English. They teach Mm -hmm. me grammar. Like, no, the story doesn't really make sense. (laughs) Like, I'm like, okay, that's why I hired you. Bring it on, you know? So yeah, it was, it was, it has always been a humbling experience because I never thought Mm -hmm. uh, that this would be me. You know, like so far, what I love about you, like you seem like you have a very teachable spirit. Like you're correctable. You're not like, because not personal, I know I'm defensive. When a person says, Mm. why did you say but? Not but, you know, I'm just like, does it really matter? But from talking to you, I'm realizing that it's important to be teachable, especially if you want to grow and elevate and do better in your career or just in your life in general. And then, uh, so I'm not sure you'll clarify, right? When 
then you move away from T-World, right? So I think that meant you needed to let go of the team because, I mean, what are they, what, what are they still doing considering that there isn't like much, as much stories to do every single day? How did that make you feel? Did you have to let them go? Or you like made alternatives considering that you are like such a, a thoughtful person and all of that? Yeah, no, that was, that was a hard one to make. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I still kept one of them sure. for a very long time. And that's when I realized that actually, if I'm going to say I'm leaving gossip because mm-hmm. of this, but I'm still benefiting money from it because mm-hmm. I had someone still working mm-hmm. on the T-World. Yes. And when I finally had to let him go, I had to make other means for him. Yes. Unfortunately, Nazo, they didn't really work out for him mm-hmm. because of some other personal reasons. Sure. But it has always been that, what are they going to do? What mm-hmm. are they going to do? So with other ones, I was able to place them somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Some could still work for me, like commenting, because yes. I now I don't go to the comment section. Okay. Anything that is going to take away my peace, I don't want to mm-hmm. entertain it. Sure. So I post and I, I move. Mm-hmm. So some were still able to continue, but unfortunately, some couldn't. Okay. Yeah. No, that's good. And then when you were hiring, like doing those interviews, somebody at home, maybe they're going for an interview, they're searching for a job or in a space like YouTube and stuff. What What is that one thing or two things that you looked for where you are like, you know what, you are the person that I'm looking for? Be better than me. Be better if than I'm me. I'm going to ask you real where do you see the T world? Mm-hmm. You have to be thinking something that I'm not thinking about because yes. then I know that we're going to grow together. Yes. But if it's just like, ah, I'm just going to write stories. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, you're okay. just thinking like me. <laughs> so, and I want someone better than me. Yes. Challenge me. Yes. You know, I want you to, I want to sit down with you and feel like I'm stupid. Yes. That's okay. what I wanted. Yeah. So you were looking for visionaries to take the vision forward. Yes. Okay. That's great. Um, and then looking at different issues, like you and I had a conversation where we're talking, like, we're just talking and then you say to me, why don't you try gossip and stuff? Then I was telling you, you are my son, I'm a child of God. <laughs> yeah. So what, right now, what do you think are the other niches that a person can look at besides, because I see gossip is always causing traffic. I think yeah. people make money there and it's guaranteed. And I was listening to a podcast where Sims was actually also talking about how generally it makes money, but you also get to a point whereby you're like, I can't keep on doing this to people because at some point tables had 10 for her as well. And people were coming after her. Then she had that hard knock. And then she was saying how other niches actually take long for you to make money and stuff. Mm. But what are like, what do you think are the niches that people can look into besides like trying to diminish other people or negatively impact other people? Hmm. Hey, that's a hard one because mm-hmm. every time when it, people ask me, I would always go for gossip. <laughs> and now I can't say gossip, yes. you know? But I think podcasting. Okay. I think now podcasting is the in thing. Everybody's sure. doing podcasting and people are enjoying people's stories. Yes. And they change lives. And yes. is, like I feel like a content that even five years' time when you look at it, you won't be embarrassed, you won't yes. cringe. It can still help somebody. So I yeah. think it has to get something that will also resonate with you. And I sure. think with YouTube, I don't want to lie, it's not as easy to mm-hmm. make money. You don't just yes. wake up and you make money. There mm-hmm. are those that will just wake up and make money, mostly on gossip or mostly people that have already built a community. Sure. But I would say, yeah, get something that you love and enjoy so that mm-hmm. even when you go to bed, you don't have to feel bad. Sure. Some okay. of us were feeling bad for many years. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I almost, one celebrity got me arrested. Really? Some would send me, yeah, some would send me emails. I would have to take down the video without even saying anything. Mm-hmm. You feel bad. You realize that I really stopped so low. Even when you hear that a celebrity passed away, mm-hmm. you think about the views before you could think about their family. Sure. Like you, you, it's like you, you, you forget about being human. Mm. You're just driven by the views. Sure. And it gets to that point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So no, don't that's... lose yourself because of 
money views and mm-hmm. whatever think about the other person that is watching okay yeah uh, so there's i think i even said it to you behind the scenes where it's some people are like ah marandi what you are telling us not to do gossip mm-hmm. you've made money I you've have. made millions <laughs> and stuff Mara. why must we then not do it um i did make money mm-hmm. and honestly speaking i don't regret Yes. It's just the fact of sometimes you just feel embarrassed. Yes. But I don't think I would be where I am today had it not been for gossip. I don't want to lie. At this point, I don't know if I'm saying be disobedient. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a Christian or what. Uh But it did make me money. Okay. And I don't regret it. Only the fact that I've had a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, There are some people that come now on my studio that I've had and I've Mm -hmm. had to apologize. But I, unfortunately, I did it. Yes. It worked for me. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not saying anything, but it worked for me. <laughs> and also, again, it might not work for you because it might not work it's for not you. everything that's black and white. Where you are like, okay, it worked for her; it's gonna work for me, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And then, um, a, a, a phrase to encourage someone looking for a job or somebody looking to elevate and grow their career. Because also from your story, like you did so many things, you you were not afraid to try. I love the 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 um, the part where you did nails and you're like people sent you photos and said your nails are coming yeah, off. Yeah, they came off. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, and I did you know, those nails with my baby on the back. Yes, you know. So I, I love that. And then you decided to stop, but you didn't stop trying to do other things. So what would you say to a person that's just at home, not sure, like their life well in in terms of their career? Yeah, if you are not failing then you're not growing because i feel like if you do something and it works well there's not really a lesson yeah you just put in and things just it's just like a child that was born in a rich family they Mm -hmm. never have to struggle they don't know sending out cvs being rejected and but being rejected it it helps you it grows you okay you know so i would say try whatever that Mm -hmm. comes to mind i always say that um god is not gonna come to you and say hey go and be doing this and this and that <laughs> like just a thought yes. it could be god saying try it yes if sure. something comes sell clothes go yes. sell them apply for a job at pep go mm-hmm. apply you know like whatever that comes to mind try it and when it does not work out when it doesn't work out mm-hmm. you can be said you can be disappointed but then don't just sit don't and just say sit at home nah, and it didn't rest. go well try something else try something else over and over again until you get it right until you get it right yeah what is the season of your life for, like how would you, in one phrase, how would you define it? I think this is the first time in my life wherein I sit and I'm like, I want to live. Wow. Because I don't think I've lived. Mm-hmm. I was just surviving. Mm. I was forced to do things that I didn't want to do. But finally, I'm at a point wherein now I'm not, I want money. I want to work for money. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you sit, I don't want to say I have it all, but mm-hmm. that wish Mm-hmm. That which I prayed for, mm-hmm. I now have it. Yes. But now I'm like, then what? Mm. I don't know how to celebrate. Yes. You know, I don't know how to live a normal life. Mm. For me, it, is, it was either I'm being abused or I want money. Mm. Now I'm at a point when I'm like, what do I do with sure. myself? And I don't know. Ooh. Oh, that's that's yeah. deep. That's... I, yesterday I was watching a video on how to be happy because I feel like the life that I'm living, it's been like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think... That's how I want to continue living my life. Now I'm at a point where in, I want to do something different. I want to know how it feels like to live and Mm -hmm. just be happy, you know, Mm -hmm. without anything, poverty, abuse Mm -hmm. driving you. Because now I'm driven by myself. I want to live. Yes, you're no um, longer enslaved to circumstance and all of that. You know what? In as much as you're trying to find yourself or find that thing that makes you happy, I love how throughout the video and just throughout having conversations with you is that you acknowledge where you come from, you acknowledge where you are, you acknowledge your mistakes, you acknowledge your elevation. And 
the bottom line of starting to do something new or growing is acknowledging where you are and accepting where you are and being able to put in the work. I, I really like that about you. Like you, it's, it's really now if I had 200,000 subscribers, guys, <laughs> like honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, last few words to people at home. Um, I will just say Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. Love that. Love yeah. that. Jesus is the way, the truth of the life. You find him, you have found the life. Yeah. Be centered yeah. in God. Thank you so much for coming here. This was so beautiful. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I hope somebody at home is inspired by your story. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and comment.